G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, Tuesday rolls around quickly. It's our opportunity on a Tuesday to check in with Ron Ross, who has been monitoring the breaking news out of Israel and the Middle East as it affects God's chosen people, the people of Israel. And uh, let's check in with Ron once again. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Uh, Ron, let's start with uh, something quite significant. There's been some strong differences in the Israeli government coalition, and it may lead to an early election. What's the story? Yeah, the Israeli Beitenu party head, Avigdor Lieberman, on Monday said he would oppose a compromise bill which grants members of the ultra-Orthodox community exemptions from enlisting in the Israeli Defence Forces. And he said he would oppose it, even if it means bringing down the government. The bill, which is at the centre of a fierce government crisis that could lead to those early elections, passed its first hurdle on Monday, getting approval from the Knesset Ministerial Committee. Lieberman lambasted the bill at the israel Batano faction meeting held shortly after, saying his party would oppose the bill when it comes up for a preliminary vote in the parliament. To expect Israel Batenu to support this legislation is absurd. This is one big theatre of the absurd. We'll vote against the enlistment law, he said. Our government is an excellent government, Netanyahu said in a statement. It's bringing tremendous achievements to Israel in security, in economy and diplomatically. That's why it's important to continue our partnership, which produces these tremendous achievements. Should Lieberman depart the coalition, they would be left with 61 seats out of 120. That would spell early elections. Netanyahu on Sunday said he would not lead a government with such a paper-thin margin. The interesting thing is that Netanyahu's fortunes have been lifted prominently in the polls. Uh, The base support for him is rallying behind him amid the mounting graft accusations. The long-serving Israeli leader could hope for a successful run in early elections as a way to cement his political legitimacy. And it appears those elections could be held as early as June. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that. We'll monitor that along as those developments continue. Ron, there's never any end, it seems, to all the tensions between the Palestinian Authority and the Israelis. But that's not the end of the tensions. There's also tensions between the Palestinian Authority who are angry with the Arab coalition for their lack of protest over the US embassy move to Jerusalem. How does that story look? You'd say they've got fire coming out of their ears. The Palestinians are angry at the Arab world's lack of action in response to President Trump's decision to move the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. Palestinian Foreign Minister Riyad Malki decried the Arabs' failure to carry out their decisions over the past decades. 
which he claimed has encouraged the United States to continue with its unfortunate approach and to make its decision on Jerusalem. The Arab countries have repeatedly threatened to cut diplomatic ties with any country that recognizes Jerusalem as capital of Israel or move its embassy. However, when the U.S. made that decision in December, no Arab action was taken against it other than to condemn it in statements or by voting in favor of a United Nations General Assembly resolution denouncing the U.S. move. Our failure has also encouraged a small country like Guatemala to decide to relocate its embassy, Malachi said. He revealed that the Guatemalan Foreign Minister Sandra Hovell said she would not accept any Arab pressure on her country to cancel its decision to make the move. Uh, it's very interesting to watch what's going on. The Arab countries appear to be preoccupied with other matters. Unlike the Palestinians, the Arab countries are obviously not interested in ruining relations with Donald Trump or the U.S. administration. The Israeli-Arab journalist Khaled Abu Tome explained that this Arab apathy toward the Palestinians is the result of a long-standing belief in the Arab world that the Palestinians are an ungrateful people who do not hesitate to bite the hand that feeds them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's talk some more about the Palestinian Authority. There's a number of headlines to do with them, and it's always been something that's disturbing for most people when they would understand financial payments being made to people who are the families of suicide bombers or people who are committing acts that we'd call terrorist acts. But the Palestinian Authority now increasing payments uh, to people who are aligned with or who are terrorists, uh, to something in the vicinity of $403 million, Ron. Isn't that an astronomical figure? Astronomical, absolutely. The Palestinian Authority increased its payments to the terrorists and their families in uh, 2018 by nearly $56 million. The uh, Knesset Foreign Affairs and Defence Committee Chairman, Avi Dikta, pointed out that President Abbas authorized the 2018 budget on Sunday, and that there is a Palestinian law that says 7% of each budget must go to paying terrorists or to their families if they're killed in the act. The increase means that the Palestinian Authority will employ more terrorists as Palestinian workers, except that the terrorists who work for the PA have a special quality. They're employed both as dead and living. Murderers like the ones who killed the Fogel family. They were two Palestinians who killed five out of eight members of the family at Itamar, including a three-month child in 2011. Dicta said they are heroes to the Palestinians. This is not a whim. It's in the PA's constitution. And next month, the 70th anniversary celebrations uh, of Israel uh, becoming its own nation. And the stories uh, that are being reported, Hamas uh, preparing to storm into Israel with protests during the 70th anniversary celebrations, Ron. Yes, they're recruiting even now. Hamas is planning a number of provocations ahead of Israel's upcoming Independence Day next month. And these protesters will include the elderly, women and children. According to an Israeli report, Hamas will set up staging grounds similar to refugee camps near the Gaza-Israel border 
as part of the protests that will be held as Israel celebrates its 17th Independence Day. It's indicated that the use of the refugee motive will also reflect the terrorist organization's protest against the U.S. attempts to block aid to the United Nations Palestinian Refugee Agency, UNRWA. These activities by Hamas are reportedly being taken very seriously by the IDF in light of the humanitarian crisis. It's going to be interesting to watch because uh, they're recruiting the elderly women and children, and it would seem that the protests are designed uh, to capture propaganda through the Western media. Ron, let's talk a little bit about the sort of foreign aid or aid that's sent to places that are going through devastation after disasters. And we know that the Australian government does this on our behalf when there are emergencies in nearby nations. But Israel assisting even some of our close neighbours, Papua New Guinea, after their devastating earthquakes. Yeah, that was on February the 26th. And uh, it was an earthquake 75 on the Richter scale, 100 people dead and more than 150,000 people in desperate need. Israel is a world leader in disaster relief and humanitarian assistance, and they were one of the first countries to send aid to Papua New Guinea. Uh, they delivered 40 generators which helped provide assistance to communities affected by earthquake. The generators were delivered by Yaron Sultan Dadan, the Pacific Islands advisor at the Israeli embassy in Australia, who toured areas affected by the quake. When asked about Israel's humanitarian assistance in an interview aired on TV, he said the state of Israel does not leave its friends behind. And another humanitarian uh, insight here, where Israel is donating wheelchairs to children in South Africa. What's that story? Fifty colourful, lightweight, child-sized wheelchairs from the Israeli non-profit organisation Wheelchairs of Hope are being distributed to needy, disabled five- to nine-year-olds in South Africa through the South African chapter of the Women's International Zionist Organisation. The inexpensive, low-maintenance wheelchairs were created by an Israeli couple, Pablo Kaplan and Hava Rothstein, as a humanitarian mission to help children with disabilities in developing countries. Bearing stickers with the message to the children of South Africa with love from Israel, the wheelchairs are being donated mainly through the Maitland Cottage Children's Orthopedic Hospital in Cape Town, Nelson Mandela Children's Hospital in Johannesburg and the Give a Child a Family organization in Magat. In South Africa, an estimated 600,000 disabled children cannot go to school because their parents cannot afford a wheelchair. Well, Ron, always so good getting your insights into so many different dimensions of what's happening in Israel and with all of the tensions that are going on uh, with their near neighbours and things that are happening around the world. Always appreciate your insights. Thanks so much for sharing them with us again today here on 2020. Thanks for the privilege, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.